guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hey, Oxford Holy Club, it's your host, Brad, and I'm joined tonight by Lucas Candy and Andrew Beckwith. How you guys doing? Great to be here. <laughs> Very best. Uh, see that for those of you that couldn't hear a few minutes ago, Andrew just told Lucas is what he was saying. Um, we're not joined tonight by Matt Barber. We don't know where Matt is. We showed a video of him uh, last week and some conspiracy around his whereabouts. We did receive a text message from him letting us know that his tech department at work has confiscated his computer uh, to. Let's not say confiscated. That does not sound good. Uh, but they're upgrading it. I think they're upgrading. <laughs> Pretty sure updating. he is the tech department there. Though, so. um, yeah. Anyway, we were we were just we were laughing and going on about how we feel like that's just like what you say to your teacher about the dog eating your homework. Um, mm. Remember, let's guys, just we, say it was like the funniest first five minutes of the show ever. Yeah, on top and, of uh, uh, Yeah. Yes, Don. Just so you know, there is about a ten second delay with streams from when we say it to when you hear it, and then yeah. so when you when you get into chat, it will take about ten seconds for us. Uh, well, for you to see us acknowledge you. So, but glad you built that in in case somebody swears, you can just hit the dump button and it mutes everything. So, it's you know, I actually, I actually didn't. I, tr I, as much as I would like, <laughs> I'd love for it to be immediate, but it just doesn't yeah. work like that. So, uh, anyway, that's fine. So welcome to the show. Sorry for the technical issues. There was an update on my computer today. This happened with our church podcast last week, but I caught it before it happened and I fixed it. And then there was an update today, a feature update on my computer, and I guess it it screwed up my audio device again, so I'll have to keep an eye on that each time. Uh, anyway, folks, I'm not going to go on long here. If you want to find out more about the show, about us, our social medias, merchandise, all that kind of stuff, head on over to OxfordHolyClub.com. If you know someone you'd like to point them to the show, send them there and they can find out who we are. Uh, and the best thing that you can do to help us um, would be to share the show. If you could just click the share button on Facebook right now, your friends, if you feel safe doing that, your friends would actually, uh, thank you, Tiffany, for liking the stream. Your friends would actually get to see uh, uh, this craziness and and our silent intro. I mean, that's if that's not a promo right there, I don't know what is. Anyway, you know what? Let's get into the episode, and we're going to turn things over to... I've got so many sound bites now, I don't even know where to begin to look. We're going to turn things over to Lucas and... World's got some questions, and we're going to try and solve them. Now and here we go with Lucas, and what he's got from Ponderables. All right, your potent ponderable today is um, say you won a contest or maybe you just became super rich and you had a personal assistant that followed you around all day. What kind of chores would you give them to do? What things would you love to not have to do in your life that you would immediately make them do? Oh, my goodness. Easy. Oh. So, <laughs> well, this is actually not something like a chore or something, but uh, I really thrive on like, um, positive reinforcement. So they would just <laughs> constantly follow me around and tell me I'm doing a good job. And man, would I really just do, I would just be on fire. So did, wouldn't it be great if they were just really bad at it? Like they're monotone, like good job. Well <laughs> done. Job. And they started sounding sarcastic to you. But what yeah, if they're, what if you're not doing a good job and, and they're still encouraging you. And so mm -hmm, you keep pressing forward. <laughs> 
Uh, it'll work itself out in the wash. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of also, the wash, as a slide, can... like as a little bonus, God. they would also constantly have a fresh cup of coffee if I wanted it. <laughs> oh, nice. And after about five minutes, I have to throw it out and make a new one. <laughs> this one's old. Yes, sir. You're right. You're the best, Andrew. Nothing, <laughs> nothing but the best coffee for you, sir. Uh, for me, how about, how about you, Brad? Uh, you know what? The biggest thing I'm, I would, if I had a personal assistant, I don't want the positive reinforcement. I would like someone to adequately assess what I'm doing and tell me realistically where I'm at. <laughs> Listen, that's not what you were actually going to say. No, it's not. No, I want I want <laughs> someone degrading my thing. <laughs> I, want, I want someone to cook. Now, Mandy does a fantastic mm. job, so that's not it's not about not having Mandy cook. But I want someone that knows the type of food that I need to eat, uh, and is working like a meal plan so that go go on. Cook, cooks you what you want or what you need. Cooks me what I need. Okay, there you go. I'm entering a stage of life. Boiled I'm, cabbage. I'm entering a stage of life where I'm not eating what I want. I'm eating what I need. <laughs> and let me tell you. Enjoy it till you die. Because this is the track we're all on. It, it, oh, it is not fun. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was like the saddest face ever. It was like a smile, but also you were so, just so sullen at the same Well, I, I do often think, I'm like, at what age, at what age do you get to where you're like, I can just start eating whatever I want now. Like it's, I'm close enough to the finish line that I can just let her fly. Like donuts for breakfast and just, you know. I'm pretty sure my grandfather eats whatever he wants. He's like 88. He's just, yeah. he's healthy I as think, a horse. Well, I mean, there Lucas, with that mentality, you could start that now and probably die pretty soon. Well, so, I mean, like, technically, yeah. Whenever you start it, that is the the beginning of the end. That but is, uh, I feel a, like when you're in your like, that's I don't your, know, like by the time you're like 70, like it's not going to catch up to you fast enough to like shorten your life, I wouldn't think. As long as you're not eating like triple bacon every day or something. You said whatever. You, you said whatever. <laughs> this, Bacon's fine. Keto. This, this should be, Keto, man. This should, you can eat all the bacon you want. Okay. This should be next week's Potent Ponderable. <laughs> at, what, um, at what stage of life can you just let it all go? Let it just coast. <laughs> coast over the finish line. What about you? Uh, so for me? Yeah. Um, well, I believe one of the things that I force don't your, actually like. Force your kids to go in the pool. You'd have a personal assistant that makes your kids go in the pool. <laughs> Too soon? Um, well, I would like having on-demand babysitting. And that's not about foisting my kids on someone else 24-7. But uh, it's every time I have like a little like today, I wanted to pop out to the store to grab something. And even though I... Tech, well, I technically couldn't leave my kids at home. It was would have been so convenient to not have to load them onto the car to go two minutes down the road. Yes. Question I'm confused. In, in your story, are you the one staying home with the children and sending the assistant out? Or is the assistant staying with your oh, children yeah. and you're going I pictured out? The, I pictured the assistant <laughs> staying with my kids, but I guess I could stay with my kids at that point. They can go get the whatever I need. Um, also, I wouldn't drive hardly at all. Like, and especially long haul driving, I, I'm just as happy to like play a video game or watch it or watch a show. Oh man, those magical. When some, when Melissa drives and I can just sit there on my device or whatever, which doesn't happen that often. Cause she wants to talk to me while she's driving. Uh, but still that's, that would be pretty, pretty <laughs> Let's dig deep into that. <laughs> What's it like when you're driving? Um, she sleeps. Uh, but, uh, anywho, I, I do entertain. I bring the entertainment. So there you go. Don Wills. Uh, I mean, I mean, I feel like tonight I owe Don everything. So I'm going to read everything <laughs> he says tonight. Um, verbatim. All my service calls, laundry, clean my room, wash the car, etc. 
service calls like, oh, you know what? Alliant is $2 off my bill. Can you be on the phone with them for three hours Ooh. and figure that out for me? That would be yes, pretty sweet. Yes, yes. Um, oh, he said something. Laundry. It, it amazes me that we have automated so much of the system of doing laundry, and yet we are still all in the same place as whoever first started folding clothes. That has never changed. For, since As long as we've wanted to fold clothes... It's always been the same. I would have my personal assistant make my food, please, and and fold our clothes mm. and put them that, away. That, that, that makes me want to earn more money so I can hire an assistant to do all of those things, which would be pretty well, magical. Well, you're a VP at a Christian school, so. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You're close. Why don't I have you're three close. butlers at that point? I, yeah, I, cool. <laughs> yeah, you must have a couple by now. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, if that's been our potent ponderable, Lucas... And I, I thank you I for it. I think we can put a pin in it. Well, let's put a pin in their potent ponder bowl and let that. Oh, let, let us <laughs> let us catch up, guys. It's been a week. Uh, I can't wait till I get to share what what took place for me in the week. And I sent you, I sent you the picture in our chat. But I'd like to hear from you guys first. So, Andrew, my man, it's been a week. How have you mm. been? Good. All right, Lucas. Um, so it's I want to. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, but Brad, I've talked to talked to you about this a little bit. Both of us at church were redoing stages, like literal, actual stages. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, I decided the stage. Uh, I talked about last week. How we're tearing our church down and we're moving into the other building. And there's a stage in the other building, but it is in rough shape. Like it has Verithane on it. That's probably been on there for 60 years what's left of it so i wanted to uh fix her up make her all nice and so i decided that me and the summer student were going to sand the stage down you have a personal and, assistant you did it <laughs> and uh and then we're gonna paint it so today i said let's go we'll rent one of those big sanders and then we'll get her done and so we go down to the rental place and the guy's super nice or whatever. And he gets us all loaded in, shows how to use it. And then we're like, getting, go to get in the car. And he's like, well, you guys just made your day all really sucky. <laughs> like, okay, good. <laughs> I, and so we get there and it was brutal. I cannot <laughs> imagine a worse job than trying to sand a whole stage with like we had uh like a big unit and then we had like an edger so one of one of us was like down on the ground mostly him uh edging the stage that was his choice i offered him the less suckier still sucky job <laughs> there was dust everywhere like the whole thankfully we covered a lot of stuff in the gym that was important before we started. We had that uh, enough hindsight. Um, dust everywhere. It was miserable. I got one big sawdust cloud. Like I inhaled it, and it was it's it was like in my chest. Like I was worried that I was like had a yeah. some kind of yeah, black weird. lung. You don't come back yeah. from that. I got the black lung pop. I said to the, I said to Aiden, the summer student, I said, well, at least you know you're doing the suckiest job of your summer today, so everything's up from here. <laughs> Anyways. It's good to set expectations. It's done. We did it. It's done. Now we got to paint See, it. See, that's scary because you're a relatively handy guy, like especially compared to someone like me. So when you say that's a crappy job, 
That sounds. It wasn't hard, like in terms of like what you actually had to do, which was just walk back and forth. I mean, it's not complicated, it's just not pleasant. It was just hard, hard work, way harder work than you would think, and mm. it was just dust everywhere. Thankfully, I, I, I rem- also saw some masks that I had at home that I brought because oh, nice. we would have been in rough shape. <laughs> Good but, grief. Uh, it reminds me of, I have a friend, uh, when I was growing up, I used to work at Tim Hortons and I had a friend who worked in Sussex at the Miss Dunster's factory, uh, which Love are like it. the best donuts ever. Yep. Anyway, and we would often trade donuts. That was like a big deal for me. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, this, he say? would he would work in the Miss Dunster's factory and I was like, oh, it must be cool or whatever. He's like, no, it's not great. I was like, why? He goes, well, you get covered in sugar and then you sweat. And then it turns into a glaze. And he's like, I have, like, so I'm basically glazed. He's like, and I have sugar in my ears. I was like, oh, no, never mind. I'm happy to work at Miss, at Timmy Hortons. Thank you. Uh, Even though it has subpar donuts. Yeah. So there you go. Um, That's funny. Oh, my soul. Yeah. For my catching up. Please. (laughs) Get us away from the glaze. Ear sugar cubes. Anyway, um, so we have our pool. We've been enjoying that pretty good. Um, yeah, we're still trying to figure out, like, I need to find some good, like, pool games for, that you can play. Swim. Like, there's only so many things you do to have fun in an above-ground pool. Marco Polo. Like, you can't go, you can't dive. You can't do candy balls or whatever. <laughs> can you imagine Marco Polo? Marco, gotcha. Uh, but Melissa and I started playing this game where, like, first we were playing, like, volleyball with, like, little kids' ball. That was actually pretty fun. And then I was like, hey, let's play this game. And I had this like round uh, like ring. I was like, I'll throw it. And if you can catch it on your arm, that's one point. And if you can catch it on your head, that's like, I don't know, five points. Anyway, five she caught points? it on her head. I, well, I thought it would be really hard, but it turns out I have a giant head. She has a normal sized head. So she caught it every single time. And the score oh, you was like points. 100 to like 30. Oh, man. How much um, money do you owe Oh, I'm thankful. No, he, he, his um, currency is donuts. You heard that. But then I thought, I was like, I'll make it even more ridiculous one that she can't do. And she'll keep trying to do that because she's, you know, uh, she's all up on herself or whatever. So I said, if you can catch it on your foot, it's 10 points. And she caught on her foot the next two times I threw it and just made me look like a complete buffoon. But that was probably more my doing than hers. So, yeah. So we're trying to come up with like games you can play. And, you know, you know what's a fun thing water. to do in the pool? What? Um, I'll make a whirlpool. So yes. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the best we, thing. That that is the one thing we we have. We did have that in our arsenal, and we've done that. If you, also, it's helpful for cleaning because you get in your whirlpool, yep. and then all the dirt settles to the set, to the very middle, uh, which is perfect. Except for the the weird little vacuum thing we have doesn't reach to the middle of the pool, so you have to get in the pool to vacuum it. But anyway, uh, so that it really sounds like the, the, it sounds like your pool, and I'm not I'm not trying to be critical, but it sounds like the pool for you and your family has become a lot more more work that like, it sounds like you have to now try to organize. Like it feels like you're the summer student organizing games for your, your family now. No, it's, it's not, pool. it's not bad. My, my wife and my family have really enjoyed it and I've enjoyed it a decent amount too. I'm not a huge pool guy. Um, but, uh, I've enjoyed it for, you know, what it is or whatever. At least it so gets hot in Fredericton. There's that. It does get stupidly hot in Fredericton. Let, I will give us that. Let me just, um, let me just set the bar for what, I I would have expected this would have been for you because this is what it is for me. I sit on my okay. back deck, or Mandy sits in the back deck on the outer outer outer. outer how do you say that? Uh, those Adirondack chair. Outer, pff, to those chairs, I lost it. Adirondack. Too. Yeah, 
those chairs. We sit there and the kids entertain themselves and they play. That part I do like. Um, although Melissa loves it. Like she, she'll float and read. She's, she, I think she's read more books this summer than she has in a while. Um, but, and the other thing that's happening that's been, it's been kind of like on the edges of like, I've been aware of it, but today, uh, my oldest daughter, Esther looked at me and she goes, I want a pet. And I said, <laughs> does, well, she have, does she have enough points for it? That's going to be a tough <laughs> one. I said, uh, so it's going to be one that you can keep alive. Uh, which that's going to be a short list. Um, and it's going to be one that, you know, can't be, you know, like loved to death from like overhandling. Uh, and it can't be anything that, that Melissa is allergic to because anything with fur, she really is. Um, so we, we went through Snake. like, we watched a couple of videos and like top 10 pets. Actually, my whole, my whole thing was, and she's not here, but she could come down at any moment. I was thinking a great gift for her would be sea monkeys. I was like, oh yeah, I had those as a kid. They're like, it's like 20 bucks or whatever. No, they're $50 now to get a little thing of sea monkeys but it would be a pretty good intro pet. Did you guys have intro pets as a kid? I never had like little, like my own pet as a kid. Dogs. I had a hamster. How was that? I, That's I, not I, intro though. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. Hamsters, <laughs> a lot of work. Don't get a hamster. I had a mouse. <laughs> I had a little, a, mouse? a little white mouse in a, in a, what I think was a aquarium really, but just do fish, <laughs> man. Get a, get her a fish. I have two. You can have one. <laughs> They're still alive. <laughs> yeah, I have two out of the three. Hey, I mean, Actually, that's what I was that's a good average. thinking about what kind of animal would be kind of fun. I said, I that, and I wasn't sure if it was, you know, how like with people that are allergic, it's like fur versus hair. Uh, and I was thinking that one that might have fur, not hair, said, you know, it'd be kind of cool. Like that has the actual cool factor. Well, not cool. Let's not say cool. Fun factor would be a ferret. Uh, yeah, and ferret, ferret, ferret. <laughs> ferret. Hedgehog, right. hedgehog, hedgehog. Well, you know what? Hedgehog, They when we watched the top uh, pets video, hedgehog was popular. Well, um, ferrets are cool, but I guess they're like pretty high maintenance and apparently they stink. And that's what I thought. And apparently they're pretty gross. You should tell them that you've so already I, got a bear and its cub out in the backyard waiting. <laughs> they just got to find it. They just got to find <laughs> it. So I don't think we'll be getting one anytime soon. There's a pretty slim list of ones Melissa could actually have around. And- I, I want to make sure they can keep something alive. And I don't want to be signing the death warrant or something at PetSmart. So uh, anyhow, I'll keep you appraised of that situation. Thank you, Natalie, for sharing the stream. And those that I missed, I know other people have shared it tonight. And I thank you. Um, okay, so my catch-up is really short. I took the kids to the beach yesterday up west. We played in the waves. We had a blast. It was a lot of fun. That's the end of that. Um but something else happened this week, and this is the first time it's happened for us on the podcast where a tiebreaker from someone that we know that actually listens, that's not us or some random thing off the internet, uh, had a tie. It was, if you recall, the tie was um, my wife has a, a can of fat that she puts in the, in the freezer, and, but it was a sliding drawer freezer, and so fat would go everywhere. It, that was a big, it was a big thing. And so, uh, so we, we ruled that the can of fat should go, that there are other ways to, to deal with it. I think the biggest one was- Any just, other way would be better than that one, well, I think. Uh, okay. So just a heads up, we are now offending a, like a whole generation of people that have been saving the, the fat can. It's been like passed down through, through the family lines, but- Got to uh, help the war effort. But I got a message. I got a message from, from the people that, uh, that we helped- and guys, I'm not sure that we helped. Let me, I meant to have the message up and ready. Here we go. Um, 
I received a picture and it's, and I'm going to pop it up on screen and I sent it to you guys in, uh, in our chat. It looks like this, so it's a little stretched. For those that are watching at home, you can see a can of what looked like beans, but that's full of fat and it's out in the garden. And the text I received was, and this was from the people we helped, guess what my beloved husband did with my fat can? I had a good thing going for 21 years and now here we are in conflict. Uh, so then the question to us guys was this. So do you offer marriage counseling or dot, dot, dot? Well, we do, but <laughs> I thought we could probably get better. I <laughs> thought we had. <laughs> I it is it is nice to have a tiebreaker. I used to do that when I was when Melissa and I first got married and we would go to a Bible study. I'd say we'd, we'd be fighting about something. I'm like, we're taking this to tribal council. And I'd say, we're going to we're going to go talk to this to the small group and they can vote on it. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't recommend it, but uh, it was kind of a fun thing to do. So I saw the husband um, shortly after he and, and his wife were, were in and we were just kind of laughing about it. But he like got serious and he goes, it felt so good. <laughs> vindication vindication now i know what three idiots think and i am on top of the world yeah uh, so, a- andrew are you seeing that comment in chat do you know the backstory to that whole situation hamsters are hamster one natalie i shaw. do not i do not know the backstory to that uh natalie shaw it says like hamsters are messy and when they quote pass in the winter <laughs> Don't bury them in the backyard so your daughter, Tiffany, ahem, can find it in the spring. Who Did goes, they bury it in the snow? Who goes hamster digging? <laughs> Just chuck it into a ditch. I mean, that's really what you got to do. And I have a kid coming downstairs. All right. So, Lucas, again, where do you put hamsters? Could you, <laughs> in the ditch. <laughs> what goes in the ditch? Sorry. Can you think we can force him to, to ruin his kid's love of hamsters or something? Uh, I don't know. Different, different kid. She's not invested in this, this animal. Okay. Uh, Gila bread, many children, Gila bread and off to bed, Gila bread and off to bed. That's right. All right. Stern look. Well, uh, so it's been a week fellas. Why don't we, it's, we're about just about halfway here. So why don't we get into our smorp and, uh, I'm going to turn it over to Lucas again, but Lucas, I'm going to let you know, Normally what we would do right now is I would copy the scripture and the questions and everything into the chat for people, but tonight people will be able to see it on the screen. And so I'll be able to follow along as you're reading and we'll put the questions up. Um, So Lucas, if you want to explain SMARP and and, and just get us going, by all means, please do. Sure, no problem. So this is uh, the holiest section of the podcast. This is where we talk about, uh, we'll read a chunk of scripture, and then we're going to kind of dissect it a little bit. So we'll talk about uh, the scriptures. So what popped off the page at us? Um, what message do we feel that that applies to us from that scripture? Um, then obedience, What are some, what's something we can kind of take away from that? What's something we need to change in our lives about that? And then finally, repentance. So if there's something that's been uh, like a sin that's been kind of latched onto us, um, well, how can we repent for that? And then prayer. We usually the last two kind of in our heads. Um, but let's jump into it tonight. We're looking at Galatians 5 uh, verses 13 to 15. Uh, let me read those for you. <clears throat> for you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. 
Should I one more time or do you yeah, guys got it? I think it's a short one if you want to give her one more pass. Sure, let's go. Uh, for, for you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. So first off, what's your first kind of, what pops off the page uh, or rings in your ear that you want to, from this chunk? So I will just, just so you know, I will say right now on the screen, I've got the questions that the SMORP ask, the what words, phrases, observations, and all that, just so people, they can see that. So I'm superfluous is what you're saying. I'm just, I'm just a pretty face. No, what I'm saying <laughs> is if you word it differently, then we have conflict. I'm just kidding. We're good. Everything, oh, I see. Everything's good. Okay, good. <laughs> So what, the one time he says it differently. I know, right? Like normally he just reads the notes. This time, I think I'll make it up on the fly. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so what 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 do you have for your scripture? Did you want me to read it right off the page here? What words, phrases, or observations in this passage stand out to you? What does this scripture tell you? Tell me about the nature and work of God. Write them down. Is there a scripture I should begin to memorize? Is that what we were looking for? It said could, not should. Nailed anyway, it. Uh, Good. All right. The part that jumped out to me was uh, was right off the bat in verse 13, and but it's three words, called to freedom. Um, that, that jumped out to me. And the phrase, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I mean, we call that the golden rule. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but the biggest thing was called to freedom. That was... In, in terms of the phrases, that's what stood out to me. Mm-hmm. How about you, Andrew? Uh, I think uh, verse 15, but if you bite and devour one another, watch out you that you are not consumed by one another. Mm. Um, first off, I just love <laughs> the phrasing of it. Um, if you bite and devour one another. <laughs> it, yeah. um, you know, it, it just makes it stand out to me a bit more than if you, if you say that, but if you're mean to each other. Um, and yeah, so I'll just leave it at that for now, but I do like the, the kind of the, the picture it posts, uh, for me, I mean, there's the whole love your neighbor as yourself. I, I do like that a lot, but then I did enjoy the, the bite and devour one another part. It actually, all of verse 15 could just be like the personal motto of like Twitter, basically. It's just a bunch of people <laughs> biting back and forth and devouring themselves like a snake eating his tail. Yeah, uh, but I'm still on it. So who's a dumb one now? <laughs> uh, and then message. Let me read this verbatim. Thank you. Uh, what do you sense the Lord is saying to you in this reading? Is there a word of correction, guidance, encouragement, wisdom, or promise? Do you have a question for God? Write it down. If I can, I think for me, uh, off of verse 13, you were called for you were called to freedom. And, and what I'm sensing in, in that is that that call to freedom, and, and you see that in the follow-up, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. And so, mm-hmm. so, so uh, how, do I, how do I put this? I wonder if there are some people that think that when they get saved, that means that they will no longer do any wrong. F- free pass. Oh, you're thinking of this as like, no, no wrong. I or see. Do no wrong. Or yeah, I got a free pass. I'm, I'm, I'm good to go. Um, mm-hmm. fire insurance, but fire insurance, yeah. But, but Christ died to give us freedom, and that fr- I have the freedom to choose to do right. Mm-hmm. So a situation comes my way, or a temptation comes my way, I'm free 
It doesn't have power over me. I'm free through Jesus Christ, but I'm free to choose righteousness or doing the right thing. But I'm also free to to what they would call uh, opportunity for the flesh. I'm to sin. I'm free to give in to the old nature and sin. And so, uh, and and then it gets into, but you know, love serves one another and. And you shall not love your neighbor as yourself. There's a there's a whole relational thing that's going on here. But what really stood out to me was was this contrast of what of or an A and B, if you want. I'm free, but I can either I, and I have the right to choose to do right or to do wrong. And Jesus died to give us that freedom. So that was that was for me. That's what stood out. Andrew, how about you? Um. We're just trying to think of how to phrase this. I don't want to make I don't want to make this into a big thing, but yeah, just just say what you're gonna <laughs> in say. In terms of verse verse 15, you know, but if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. And I just think of the world right now, mm. and there are so many um ongoing situations right now that um have you know the, the danger of you know you know, people being consumed by one another. And I'll just, I feel like this is the le- the least controversial one. So I'll, I'll, I'll use this as an example, <laughs> yeah. but COVID, COVID-19, right. People mm-hmm. are, are all over the spectrum on, on what they feel, you know, we need to be doing and the rules and, and things like that. And, you, you know, luckily where we are, you know, things are pretty chill, but um, you know, you, you run the risk of offending anybody you know, for not wearing a mask or, and, and starting or, or for wearing a mask, for wearing a mask <laughs> and things like that. And it's just so easy for us to get caught up in that. And, you know, you see a license plate that's not from your province. Yeah. It's keys out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, especially in this time, you know, in this time when we really need to be supporting each other and, and taking care of one another and uh, it's so easy to get caught up in that, you know, mm. um, they're not believing what I'm believing, you know, they're not doing what I'm doing. They're not following the same rules as me. And um, it can consume you, as the verse says. Well, it's funny because, Lucas, you mentioned Twitter and specifically social media right now. We see this whole cancel culture that's taking place where someone yeah. offends somebody. And so they go on social media and they rally people together and they use hashtags, you know, cancel whoever, whoever. And, and they, these people get all into that. We're going to cancel this person, whatever that looks like. And we're going to, you know, tear them apart. We're going to wreck any sponsorships they have. We're going to make them just like monsters. And, and Mm -hmm. then, then the people that are involved in the cancel culture, one of them does something and that whole group turns on them and they're canceling them now. (laughs) And it, it's, oh, yeah. it's like you said, it's that snake eating its own tail. Like it, you know, evil just keeps breeding evil. And, mm-hmm. and it's social media is such a, a dangerous place. And, uh, it's just, it's just, I mean, it's not, it's not obviously not just there. It's on Facebook. I, when, when you said, or one of you, Andrew, when you said it, I just think back to how many times I've seen, um, people that love the Lord get into just straight up arguments on Facebook mm-hmm. and it's just you know, they made a post and then it's someone comments and then they, they respond and, and, but it's not civil. 
and oh. and it just snowballs and and I'm thinking, okay, if I can't argue someone into heaven with a face-to-face conversation, <laughs> I, I wonder what my track record is going to be with my Facebook comments. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, so um, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Anyway, Lucas, I, I digressed. Um, well, it's funny about to that point, you know, I'll, I'll read a comment and I'll be like, oh man, like that person is so wrong. Like, you're like, like let me dunk on yeah. them right now. Like, oh yeah, this is going to be great. And then I was like, ah, no, I was like, that's not, it's funny because it happened to me about three or four years ago. There was someone like a kind of a distant connection, like from a long time ago. And he was on, still on my feed and he was posting stuff. And it was always like, to me, what seemed kind of whatever. And I, at one, one that is like, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to put a little comment, like a little snarky comment. Like, I'm just going to leave this here and then like plunk down or whatever. But then I didn't. And I was like, and I don't know why I didn't. Like I, I wisdom for Holy Spirit. flash. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And then like a month later, that person who I had not talked to in years reached out to me and was like, Hey man, we should get a coffee sometime. And like, and, and, and it was just like, I was like, wow, I could have sunk that whole deal. Like with mm-hmm. a snarky little comment with a snarky little, here you go. I'm just going to leave this little thing right here. A little passive aggressive just for you. Uh, and, and then ever since that happened, I just I'm like, oh, wow. Just shut your mouth. Like, and just, and plus that you can't, uh, you know, arguing with foolish people is, is, you know, every time I read something about a fool in the Bible, I think of social media. Like I think of <laughs> you can just replace fool with Twitter with Twitter or fool with Facebook or fool with whatever. And and there's so much wisdom there that there's there's no point jumping into it. And and the truth doesn't need defending. The truth can defend itself. Like, you know, that sort of thing. And and there's there's always room to have a conversation, but like social media is not the place for a conversation. Not a good one. Hmm. Yeah. Thanks for following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. <laughs> I seriously, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, hey, we're all there. But 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 you need there needs to be and and I know that we have a lot of laughs and we make jokes, and but we get to the heart of what I think life really is about, which is all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd like to think that there is an opportunity to, to bring light into those places. Mm-hmm. To your point, though, Lucas, not that I need to have something for everything here, but it just really struck me about freedom that mm-hmm. you have, at, at this point at least, we still have the freedom of our opinion. Mm-hmm. And you had the, the freedom to choose in that moment, yeah. you know, am I going to be kingdom building? And sometimes kingdom yeah. building is just shutting your mouth, yeah. right? And not saying- I, I, Just because I can dunk on someone doesn't mean I should. Right. Just because I, you know what I mean? Or you're going to tear it down. So like when you look at these Facebook posts, every one of us and all of us that are watching right now or listening at home, there's we we have the freedom. Absolutely. You can go and, and post and rail on someone for their beliefs. You have, But you have the freedom to be kingdom building or kingdom destroying. And I would rather be kingdom building. I wrote an email last night. Good for you, man. That's old tech. Um, that I that I did not send <laughs> because I I took some moments and I evaluated and then I deleted it. And I'm there so glad go. I did. We we have a rule at uh, at our school that if 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 you're ever getting like an angry email. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to respond within twenty four hours, but you don't respond before twelve. Like you have to if if you're if you're upset, uh, you have to wait. And then usually we say, and if you're not sure, hundred percent sure, send it to somebody else to proofread it for you to say like, oh yeah, it's a good point or whatever, right? Um, just not on the, the person. Flip side, just not the person you're going to send it to eventually. Listen, I'm going to send this to you. Could you just check and, this? And on the flip side, when someone sends us an angry email. 
another nice thing, it's another nice thing about letting them stew on it for a while is they got upset about something. They fired off an angry email and then you don't respond for a little bit and like, Oh no, like, Oh shoot. I shouldn't have said that. Oh, Oh no. You know, and sometimes they're not, sometimes they're just like, I'm right. hundred percent. But sometimes like they've, they've calmed down a bit by then. And yeah, so it's a good practice. Yeah. Well done. Um, and then, so for message, I guess for me, oh, sorry. um, again, the whole, the whole love your neighbor as yourself is just that, that is a great way to look at it. I know that again, I hate to give somebody a, a, a point in Lucas OHC bingo, but, uh, I always get a kick out of it on, on Dave Ramsey's show. So often <laughs> someone will call, call, call in with some like big issue and he goes, well, if you were on the other side of this, what would you want them to do? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I'd want them to do this. Then do that. Right. Or yeah how would you want someone to treat your kid if they did like that, you know, and I use that a lot when I'm dealing with discipline issues at school is I'll say like, how would I want, you know, my son or my daughter to be treated? Like if they did something wrong, I would want them to get a talking to and maybe a punishment or whatever. And that's good. Yes. I said, but you know, that, that, that helps me remember kind of how to phrase it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Mm, That's good. Absolutely. Um, Obedience. Are there any steps you guys? Oh, sorry. Write down one step of obedience you need to take today or this week based on what God is revealing to you and maybe something you're already working on. So good, Lucas. What a pro. What a pro. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think, I really think you, you said it for, and for me, the step of obedience this week is recognizing, is recognizing those moments where I have, the choice. Um, Mm. but, but also like looking at those situations and how you just described it about how, what would you want them to do? Mm. Like looking through, looking at it from the other person's perspective and stuff like that. When when, when, in a situation, Uh, we're talking about, sorry, no, you finish. I'm done. Mine's a joke. So (laughs) I'll do it. Done. Talking about love your neighbors. Are we talking about my neighbors? <laughs> or... Not your neighbors. Other neighbors. Okay. No, Generic neighbors. No. You're fine. No, don't, don't worry about them. <laughs> what are they doing right now? You know what? And I, if I say I'm saying this out loud, so it's gonna just jinx it right up. But they've been <laughs> super quiet. Like I haven't, I haven't even seen one of them in like a week. Oh. So. Oh. Never. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> so for for me, my obedience slash repentance one would be the fact that I have to be very aware. Like there's there's lots of like sins I'm not super worried about. Like, you know, I'm not worried about murdering anybody or whatever. But like the <laughs> run in my mouth on social media is one I have to keep a tight lid on. Like I, I don't do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm o- I'm always tempted. Oh man, because you got the wit one. for it, man. Yeah, you're quick. Like you're quick. <laughs> there's been a couple times that like someone posted something, and I'm like, oh man, like oh I want to dunk on them so bad. But then, and I've even thought like, oh I'm going to create a burner Twitter account so I can like <laughs> respond to these people. And I was like, no, that is like the grossest thing yes, ever. It is. Don't that's- do that. That's unhealthy. That's the grossest thing. I was like, well, because like I'm like, oh I don't want to like tarnish the school or tarnish me. Or I was like, no, just don't do it. So makes like, a burner account, friends himself. I had that one dark moment where I was like, oh, I'm going to make a burner Twitter account. I was like, no, nah, that was a dark moment for me, but I've, I've surpassed it. But that's something I need to keep a lid on so I don't just blurt something out sometime, but I've, I've, I'm working on it. I like, so. I like Scott Layton's suggestion here. On next week's Catch Up, Andrew <laughs> talks about his new adventures <laughs> with his neighbors. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, so do you guys have any other obedience, repentance, or prayers? 
Well, let's just, uh, do you want to just, I'll, I'll pop the, the, the text up on the screen so people can see it. If you want to give her a read. Which one are we on? Obedience? Uh, repentance. 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 Okay. So repentance is write out any confessions that God reveals to you in this passage. If applicable, write down any steps you're taking to turn away from the sin for the purpose of walking in holiness. So in a great example of that would be if I thought I couldn't control myself on Facebook or Twitter, I would have to delete Facebook or Twitter, right? Like if I can't actually handle it. Yeah. Um, So that would be an example. It's just a good practical example. I'm holding it down so far, but yes. But you know, repentance is even more than that. It's a changing of the mind, right? It's a changing of the thought process. So it's, it's, yes, I agree with you. There are practical things we need to do, but there's Mm -hmm. also like when you see that, when you see that remark, where does your brain go in- instinctively? And, right. not, and I'm not saying that having a snarky remark or something, you know, is necessarily sinful. I guess what I'm saying is part of repentance is about transformation up and there. It's, and it's also about not making sure that you're not like, they're so dumb. I'm so smart. Right. Hubris, 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 <laughs> you know, like pride, 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 you know, that sort of thing. And, and making sure that's in check as well. Yeah. What's the last thing we got there, old boy? Oh, well, the final step is prayer. Spend time thanking the Lord for all his blessings. Pray for anything or anyone he lays on your heart. So if you have that one digital nemesis who doesn't even know that you're their digital nemesis, perhaps, <laughs> pray for them, right? That's that's yeah, what the Bible yeah. tells us to do. Yep. For the record, I don't have any digital nemeses, nemesi. Just random people. Just random people. They're not digital. <laughs> They're not digital. Oh, cool. <laughs> real life humans. Well, awesome. Uh, let's see here. Let me get rid of pro presenter. Thanks, Lucas. Andrew, my dude, are, uh, well, ready or not, man, I cannot find any of my clips. Ready or not, we are going to the tiebreaker. See if we can help another family. Okay, time for a tiebreaker. Just a little plug. If you have a tiebreaker for us, you can visit OxfordHolyClub.com. Send it in to us. It can be anonymous. If you have uh, a disagreement with somebody, friend, or a family member, we would love to break that tie. So this tiebreaker is from Brian. My wife, Samantha, never caps pens or clicks them closed. This drives them out, and then I have to throw them away. She claims it makes them easier to access. I feel uncapping a pen takes milliseconds at most. I would like you to order an injunction stipulating my wife is only allowed to leave her pens uncapped uh, and for my pens to be left capped when not her in use. Pens, so yeah. let me just say this right off the bat, and this might be controversial. I think Samantha is the reason why there's a big floating mass of plastic in the ocean killing the whales. <laughs> <laughs> He's a whale marker. There, we said it. I feel like Samantha uh, actually just doesn't remember to cap the pens and she's using this uh, speedier pen access excuse. Yeah, that um, seems like grasping at straws. Yeah. <laughs> nothing nothing frustrates me more. No, no, hold on. I don't actually get that frustrated, <laughs> but when I walk up, like, so I've got a pen right here and it's capped. And when I'm done using it, like a normal person, I would do that and put it away. But if I walk around in different spaces, in, with even within the church building, I'll see mugs of pens, some capped, some not. And I go, what happened to that person? What, <laughs> who what, hurt you? Well, who hurt, yeah, who, who hurt you that you would do this to these poor <laughs> pens? And it's not, it's not thinking of others over yourself. That's what <laughs> really grinds my gears to, to use, uh, use one of Lucas's. Well, 
things. I yeah, I wrote in my thing, unacceptable exclamation pen murderer, like just flat out. Now I have a couple things. Like most pens don't dry out. Like even mo- look at the cap of the pen you're holding; it'll have a hole in it. They started putting holes in pen caps so people that chew on them won't die if they accidentally swallow it. Because like ten people a year were drying from oh, choking on pen sorry. caps. The, the cap. So yeah, the cap has a hole in it. All cops do, except for uh, fountain pens because they will dry out. But that's pretty rare. Um, but here's you something I need to think pen? about. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hold Turn on, could you sh- show us? What does uh, it look like? But click pens. Why don't we just buy her click pens? That's what I say. And yeah, she's not allowed she to touch them clicked. Yeah, she, leaves she leaves them, leaves them clicked. clicked. She'd leave them clicked. She would leave them clicked. And what's the deal? I wish, I wish I had a name for, oh, Samantha. Samantha would, <laughs> she would leave them clicked. Pencils. That's all she gets. Pencils. Crayons, maybe. More her speed. Well, uh, uh, oh, there's got to be, there's got to be a solution to this that is not just as simple as put your cap on. <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> I feel like it's one of those things that this is not about the pens. This is about like dominance. This is this is a battle for the high ground of the marriage, and I think we need to shut it down right now. Okay, so she leaves them and they dry out, but it's the husband that's do, that comes around and cleans up the the dry husks of old pens that used to have life, and so then you toss say, them. leave it around so she can see her handiwork. Well, I'm yeah, like to me, stop cleaning up after her. Let her. Sit in the filth of these dead pens, uh, or, or putting them under her pillow. Or where's the, where's the source from which she gets all her pens and start replacing that with her old dead pens? And when she goes, where's all the pens? And and you you could say, this pen was good yesterday, and now it's dead because of you. The problem is she doesn't care. She doesn't care about pen lives. Uh, so here's the thing: uh, she needs. To no, because the problem is, she's just gonna keep stealing pens. I'm pretty like sure. Andrew's given up. Are you okay? Are you with us? <laughs> We're just a, such a stupid one. <laughs> I knew, I knew Lucas would be into this one. I am. It's go, little things like that. Like go some on, petty, petty person that go, would bother me. Go on. You were saying sorry. What were no, you? I'm just a petty person. Oh, that was the end of that. Uh, leave, leave the dead pens under her pillow. Let them pile up. Uh, and then, or uh, here's the problem. If it was me, like Godfather, she yes. wakes up with the pens. Yes, I, <laughs> I was. That's exactly was with man. all the ink everywhere. I would buy her, just give her like a, a hundred count of cheap garbage pens from Staples or whatever, and say, These are your pens. Treat them however you like. Like they're, they're yours to torture if you want to. These are that's my what he's pens. saying. Please do not touch my pens. And that's the thing. It sounds like she's just like, Oh, I'm taking your pens, whatever. Uh, so yeah, I'm a hundred percent on Brian. I, I'm a thousand percent on Brian's side here. I don't know how anybody couldn't be of people online. In, I don't see if we're getting any votes here. No I'm votes. indifferent. It's I'm indifferent. <laughs> you don't have an opinion on this, Andrew. He's a pen oh. on capper. I can tell. Oh, Look at the goodness. guilt in his eyes. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm, uh, I'm, I just don't think that much about pens during my day. I, I just don't like his passive aggressive, uh, Leave my pens alone and do what you want with yours. I think he's got it. You got to set it right. Yeah, I think you've got it. You've got to. You said it earlier. There's there's a there's a a climb for dominance here, and and someone's got to set the record straight on what is appropriate pen handlement. That's not a word, but <laughs> I'm Nailed just it. like they're spending money. Who knows how much money they have, guys? Oh. 
three or four or ten dollars <laughs> maybe a day like she could be psycho uh, psychopathic with these pens anyway uh, it's pro this is probably like she's dried out three pens and he's <laughs> just gone off the rails oh, okay okay i see what you're saying i still say all pens should be capped when you're done and if they're not you're a monster i don't disagree with that but if it's not capped who cares? Brian. Brian. Ed Lucas. Me. Hey Brad. Very much. Very much. It just doesn't make sense. Just think of the next person that's going to use that pen. Probably me. Yeah. Probably. Well, let's uh, cap this pen and move on to the next segment. All right, Andrew. Uh, we are going case to. Case closed. We're going to toss to you and a. Sports. Start stuff. This is, you tossed to me, so it was one of those like where I threw the ball up in the air and then I ran and caught it. Well, <laughs> you were so fast. Yeah, didn't even good. see you move. All right, time for sports and star stuff. And so well, I was this terrified is that you had nothing else after saying that. There was like no. a little tiny pause, and I'm like, oh he, oh no. <laughs> um. So this is kind of like Balder. It basically is Balderdash. I'm going to give these guys a word, and it's going to be either a sport word or a star stuff word. So it could be space or sci-fi, um, things like that. And they're going to send, each of them are going to send me a definition, a made-up definition. I've also made up a defi definition, and then there's the real one. We're going to read them all, and you guys and them are going to try and pick the real definition. Cool. Ready? Yeah. Uh, Our way. No rewarding bad habits. Brace. What? Brace? Spell it. B-R-A-C-E. Oh, heavens. <laughs> Brace. Can you use a sentence, please? Oh, no. That was a brace. That was a could you could you use it in a more descriptive sentence, please? <laughs> Just to show you how poorly my brain works, when I went to type in your name, brace. your name to text you the my answer, I typed Andrew. in brace. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer you to text it to me in text. Oh, in for heaven's sakes! I just did, or I'm going to. Sent that one, the right one. Okay, we're, we're ready. When Brace. an alien has teeth that are kind of crooked. Oh. In the hospital, when you've broken an arm. Okay, here we go. Brace. To prepare for a ship to shake. Brace for impact. Brace. When a player scores two goals in soccer. Brace. The name of the alien race from the television show Falling Skies. Brace. In cricket... The position behind the person at bat. 
Oh, my word. Would you like me to read them again? Yes, please. Brace. Mm. In cricket, the position behind the person at bat. Okay. The name of the alien race from the television show Falling Skies. That was a good show. When a player scores two goals in soccer. And brace to prepare for a ship to shake. Brace for impact. Now, last time I was able to get Lucas's from a tell. So did you I, get it this time? No, I've been staring right at you. I, you. I saw you staring at me, so I made sure to yeah. freeze my uh, stuff. There now, we go. Now, everybody that's watched sci-fi, like my mother, has always heard brace for impact. I mean, that's that's a universal, but I just don't feel like Andrew would go that that shallow. So, and I, f- I don't think Lucas would do that either because that's just too easy. Oh, what does that mean? Um, does that mean it's the right answer? Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Squints. So mm, yes. squints. Uh, oh man. I just, I don't like soccer. Soccer. I feel like soccer is, I'm choosing soccer, but here for the record, I feel that soccer belongs to Andrew. Uh, no, I can't do that because I might out myself. <laughs> <laughs> this one was me. And that one was- <laughs> um, I'm also going to vote for soccer. Uh, I said the brace for impact because that is a thing in in space, uh, space brace. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go for soccer. That sounds vaguely f- familiar. It's soccer. Yeah. yeah! <laughs> Victory! Oh, I uh, was dying laughing though because Brad went cricket again for the millionth time. <laughs> I I liked your Falling Skies one because I remember I liked that show, but I didn't watch it enough to remember the name of the alien. But it didn't sound like the right one. I uh, couldn't even remember the name of the show. I, I was like, oh, I want to use that show because it's really like, uh, like not a lot of people are going to watch it. That's and I, a, like, that was a look, good poll. I had to figure that out. But so Andrew. <laughs> uh, this is the last episode where we're going to see you for a little bit, eh? Yep. What's going on next week for you? Anniversary. Ooh, Happy anniversary. How many years? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> not, well. <laughs> I think it's eight. Sounds Only. good. Tiffany's watching. Yeah, go. Tiffany, could you let us know? Yeah, just let us know in comments. It's seven or eight. Okay. <laughs> All right. You got to spread there. There you go. Thanks uh, for that. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas, get us out of here. All right. Before we get in trouble. So you can follow our podcast on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Don't forget YouTube uh, at Officer Holy Club. You can throw up the hashtag OH Club. Uh, we would love it if you would leave us a five star rating on iTunes. Uh, and if you do, we'll even read it on the air. Mm. Not only that, but you can send your questions to us at OxfordHolyClub.com. You can browse our merch when it comes available and much more. And folks, as you know, we do not pay to advertise. So any growth that we have comes from you sharing us with others. So it's not too late. Click that share button now. So until next time, keep spiritually fit and have fun.